0: It's your Daily Dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, October 17th. I have such a fun show for you guys today. We have Zach Peter from No Filter with Zach Peter here, and we're going to talk about so many things. We're talking, obviously, about Britney Spears' memoir, which, by the way, like, I mean, we'll get into it, but now I'm definitely going to be purchasing this because I need to be reading this. Um, we'll be talking about some Housewives stuff, some Dancing with the Stars, Mauricio, absolutely. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about all kinds of other things today. Um, before I bring Zach into the into the feed, I just wanted to remind you guys that I am offering a giveaway for a free Sunday general admission BravoCon ticket. So that ticket is yours if you win the raffle. The raffle is if you enter my Patreon. So. If you join my Patreon, you'll see a post that, that says BravoCon, and it closes tonight. Tonight at 9 p.m. Pacific time, I will be doing uh, like a, I'll enter your names in one of those live random pickers, and I'll be able to pick whoever gets the, the ticket. Just remember that if you get the ticket, I need to see that you're actually at BravoCon. So make sure that you're going to at least be in Vegas or... You have a use for the ticket. You can be in Vegas because I don't want you to win it and then be in New York and be like, "Uh, well, I guess I'll sell it. No, no. It needs to be a dozer. So make sure that you guys get in there. Um, And what else? Join the Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna. Subscribe to the show. Make sure that you comment, say hello. And I've seen all of your reviews and your ratings on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's been so nice to see that. I really appreciate you guys in these crazy, crazy ass times. Um, Okay, you guys, are you ready for Mr. Zach Peter? We got to get him on here and have some fun. Here is Zach. Hello. Hello. Okay. Can I just tell you really fast? I need your energy. I need your bright, fun, light, happy energy because man, oh man, times are tough in this world right now.
1: <sighs> times are tough. The world's been a little heavy or very heavy, actually. There's no little and heavy. Heavy's heavy Um, heavy. But thank you. I Listen, I, I try to bring a little sunshine to everybody and- Anytime I can help lighten or brighten someone's day, it makes yeah. me happy.
0: Yeah. No, you definitely are going to lighten our day. So are you going to BravoCon? We haven't actually like officially chatted about this.
1: I am not going to BravoCon. No
0: okay. Any specific reason?
1: Um, I I mean, I've always been very clear that like I would go to BravoCon if I was able to moderate one of the panels. Otherwise, it just doesn't financially make sense. Yeah. Uh, Because listen, I have lots of friends that'll be at BravoCon. I have lots of Zach Pack members that'll be at BravoCon that give me the tea. They send me photos, they send me videos. So I will be able to cover BravoCon so much better from LA and report on it and share all the juicy details. You're so right. As you know, are you going to um, BravoCon?
0: So I'm going to BravoCon, but here's the thing. Here's the honest to gosh truth. I said, gosh, like I am freaking a dugger. Why did I say that? I said, honest to gosh. We need to delete that somehow. This mm. is a live show, but we'll find a way to delete that from the universe. <laughs> um, honest to God, this is my truth. I believe like like Britney Spears, this is my truth.
1: Hand to Bible um, like Taylor <laughs> Green.
0: The woman in me is, I feel truthfully like I'm not as interested in Bravo Khan as I'm interested yeah. in just being in Vegas with the energy and hopefully meeting more dosers. Like I haven't fully decide because I have tickets for Friday and Saturday I'm I'm giving up my Sunday ticket because I'm gonna be flying home Sunday and I just know it's gonna be too much but I I think I'll go in and out maybe when I say in and out literally in for a little bit and then out I'm not gonna go back and forth because it's not that easy to go in and back out and then get back in
1: and you're, you're going to learn it's these events, these conferences, it's so much know. and meeting so many people is so much that that's why I'm like, I, and uh, you know, when it comes to going to these events now, I have to be really strategic about it, about like, I would be taking the weekend off and not really being able to do content, not being able to tape the podcast because when you're there, you're there and listen, it's a rush and it's exciting and you're going to have so much fun and you're going to come out probably a little burned out, but with some great memories and you're going to meet some incredible people. Um, I've met enough Bravo celebrities. I know all of these other podcasters and content creators, and I love them. And I've gotten to go on tour and bring a lot of them to my different shows that, you know, for me, it just wasn't, it just didn't make sense for me, but you're going to have a blast. Like BravoCon. it's going to be so much fun.
0: Yeah, I'm sure I agree with you. I don't even care so much about meeting the celebrities until, unless it's Craig Conover. Like that's the one guy, that is my man.
1: Oh, Zach? mine is Austin. Austin Kroll. Oh, are we
0: going to a double date? I,
1: please. I love a basic white doughy dude that's just like so basic and so like, ugh. Oh, his Muppet mouth does it for me. <laughs>
0: <sighs> I want Craig to realize that I will carry my own suitcase upstairs like Paige <laughs> didn't. I will... Um, I will share my snaps with him. Well, actually, I can't promise that because I don't share my snacks with anyone. But I <laughs> I love Craig. I just think he's so cute. So that would be the only person that I'd want to get a picture with. The rest of the Bravo loves, I almost want to keep them at a distance because I'm like, I want to be able to talk about you guys. Yeah. And I'm worried a little bit about like if I were really in with them, then I'd feel bad about talking to them, talking about them, you know? Yeah. But it will be fun. I'm going with my one friend Jamie, who is absolutely not a bravo fan like she watches sister wives like that's the closest she gets to reality tv i told her i was like cody brown will not be making an appearance at at bravo con because but if there was a tlc con i feel like i would have to find a way in um but uh but so she'll be with me so we're not going to be spending our all our days at bravo con because she's not even going to bravo con like i'm going to be At bars and drinking and shopping and and who knows what. We're going to cabaret me, Amy Phillips' cabaret show on the Friday. So that will be fun.
1: So fun. It's yeah. going to be a blast. I was just in Vegas actually a few weeks ago and at the end of August for Erica Jane's, um, bet it all on blonde. opening. I weekend, remember we
0: hearing all about that and you had a really fun time.
1: We had a blast Vegas can be a lot of fun. And I will say that was the first time I've been to Vegas a lot cause I have family in Vegas, but this was the first time I'd ever like really done Vegas and as an adult that like, I was pretty much blacked out the entire weekend, but it was a blast.
0: It's dangerous. It's dangerous because there's no windows in there and you're just inside and the ding, 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 ding of the slot machines immediately makes me want to get a Bloody Mary. And like, it's over. Then it's over. Oh, yeah. Um, I had
1: many Bloody Marys. They have um, the best
0: Bloody Marys in those casinos. Oof. Wait, let me ask you a question. Did you go to restaurants? Do you have any suggestions? Do you remember anything? Or were you a little too uh, under the influence to remember eating?
1: Um, Where did we go Eat. we ate at the House of Blues one night because we got we our uh our package came with like credit to eat at the House of Blues, which was fine. Um yeah. so that's where is performing. Um where I don't know if we went anywhere good, to be honest with you. It was more of just like drink until we can find something to eat. And that, and the other thing too is, you always have big aspirations, and mm-hmm. then you realize you end up just sticking with whatever's at the casino you're it's staying at, so which is true. what we did. We, for the most part, we wanted to do Vanderpump Garden and Vanderpump Paris. They were already fully booked. Yeah, people going to Erica's show. Obviously, we're going to book that up. So I would assume I believe BravoCon weekend is probably already booked for them oh, as for well. Sure. But um, wanted to do that. Wasn't able to, but I don't think we went to any anywhere good, to be honest with you.
0: All right. Well, well, I will keep you guys posted, of course, on my Instagram stories and on the Facebook group. And maybe we'll do like a last minute. Hey, I'm at this random bar at Caesars Palace. Come and join me if you're a doser. Um, So so make sure. Yeah. Any restaurant at the Cosmo Ray says I agree. The Cosmo's got great restaurants and they have a really fun hand roll bar where you just sit at the bar. You know, those hand roll like sushi bars where all you can get is hand rolls. I love those. Okay, speaking of like having fun and -hmm. speaking of having drinks, and all those things. Zach, what's happening on November 19th?
1: Ah, Yes, guys. I am going to be at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood, um, which I'm so excited because I remember when the Bourbon Room first opened, they they built it for Rock of Ages. And now it's kind of become like a really popular venue for um, concerts and now podcasts. I was one of I want to say the first podcast to ever tape at the bourbon room, right when the pandemic had just like everything had reopened. And wow. they were like, We've never done podcasts before, but we're going to give it a try. And I was like, Okay, this is my first one ever. So I'm going to give it a try. Um, and it, it went so well. And now I'm good. This is my third time returning to the bourbon room. I'm so excited. I'm doing a special Friendsgiving show. So if okay. anybody in L.A. or, you know, local to L.A. and wants to come out to L.A. November 19th. It's a Sunday. Come on out. I'm going to have lots of friends. Donna, I think you know one of my friends, Donna. Who? I think her name is Donna Bolling.
0: I'm going to be there. I'm so yes, excited. Guys. So Donna's who else gonna is going to be, gonna in be, in be the there? Show. Have you well, announced? That's,
1: that's tomorrow's very special announcement. You're going to get some of the guests. Um, I will say... You know, there may be a server or two that you may be familiar with um, or a former server because none of them really serve anymore. They just you know, serve drama. Um, yeah, we don't want any current servers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. So you can get tickets um at No com. If you're not in LA, you can live stream the show. You can get a live stream pass at nofilterlive.com. Um and come watch yeah. Donna and some very other special guests. Have you announced announce
0: anyone yet them. other than me? Well,
1: technically, yes. There are a couple others that I announced the bra Bros are gonna be there. Yay, so the Brav Bros. You, the Brav Bros, and then Josh from Louisiana. I don't know if you know Josh, but uh, is he the guy that you've
0: been doing all these live streams with eating sour candy?
1: Yes. (laughs) So everyone's excited. So at least I mean, those are kind of the. I can't keep secrets. I'm so bad at keeping secrets. So yeah. But you guys, it's going to
0: be really fun. He's told me. I know you'll you're going to want to be there. So November 19th, and it's perfect because it's like after BravoCon, before Thanksgiving. It's kind of like a little bit of a dip in the in the schedule. So make Mm -hmm. sure to come and um and give us a hug.
1: Yes. So many hugs. So So many hugs and selfies.
0: So many hugs and selfies. And maybe some makeouts with Zach. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. If Zach drinks enough Chardonnay, crazy things happen, we've heard.
1: Crazy things happen. And I've definitely had my fair share of (laughs) makeouts.
0: My husband, Lance, is going to be like, you're making out, Donna. I'm going to be there because I need to get a out because he poor Lance. Seriously, we'll work on that. Um, okay, so much fun. Yes, it's going to – you're going to be able to stream it if you can't be there. Definitely come and join. I can't wait for it. So, Zach, we're going to talk about all kinds of things today. But the first thing that we have to talk about, yes. which is all over everyone's feeds, is Britney Spears. And you know Ooh. I am not a huge Britney Spears fan. I don't know if you know this, but I don't really cover her that often just because lately it's just been such kind of um, almost like just hard to watch content, you know, because I don't like feeling like maybe someone's struggling mentally. I don't want to cover that for shits and giggles, but this is good. This this news is good. So did you hear about Britney Spears' new memoir that's coming out next week, next Tuesday, counting down the days? Um, and the bombshell uh, news that are that is being dropped. Have you heard about any of it? Because we're going to start talking about it right now.
1: I heard a couple of things that have already come out, which I'm already like, I need to get this book. like Jada's book, I'm going to throw it in the garbage the way uh, Rinna threw Garcelle's book in the garbage. I'm going to be done with Jada's book. I'm tired of hearing of Jada and Will Smith. I'm over them, but... <laughs> I have I'm excited for the Britney book. It's Britney, bitch, and I'm ready for it.
0: I have a feeling Jada will find a reason to go back on the Today Show tomorrow to talk about Britney Spears book because Jada is like finding her way in and we don't want any more. We want that out. Britney Spears, you guys, has revealed in her memoir, which comes out next Tuesday, that she had an abortion with her ex. Justin Timberlake after falling pregnant at 19 years old. And she said the agonizing decision was made because he, Justin, wasn't ready to be a father. Mic drop. Holy crap. No wonder on yesterday's show, I mentioned that Justin Timberlake was super, super nervous about this or concern, they said about this memoir coming out, and I thought to myself, what would be the big news? Because we know that she cheated. We heard that maybe he cheated. Clearly, we knew that they didn't work out. How bad could things be? Ooh. Now, what is your original? What's your like initial feeling when you see that kind of news?
1: Uh, that she had an abortion, or that yeah, she's pregnant that, with that Justin. That happened.
0: That Justin got her pregnant, and they had an abortion at nineteen years old. Um.
1: I'm not surprised, mm-hmm. just because at the time that they were together, you know, the level of fame that they were in, I'm pretty sure that that was a decision that was influenced by their entourage, by their teams, by their managers. Like, they were probably like, I'm pretty sure, you know, Justin was like, this can't happen because I'm about to be a pop star and I'm not about to be on MTV's Teen Mom because MTV's Teen Mom wasn't a thing yet, but they could have made it a thing and then everybody would be getting pregnant because it would have been the cool thing to do, like wearing denim on denim. But... I think, I think you know, I'm not surprised. I mean, reading the excerpts, though, you can tell she loved this boy so mm. much. And she would have totally had this baby and just been fine not being a pop star or being being able to dip in and out. But this would have been such a scandal if she got pregnant. I mean, remember when Jamie Lynn got pregnant?
0: It was a huge deal, and I don't remember was, how old she was she was like, she was
1: pretty young. She was like 16, 17. She was young. She was a teenager. Um, but like having Brittany's level of it, like she was just Brittany's sister, right? Having Brittany's first of all, how uh, do the parents not teach them how to use condoms? Like what about contraceptives? Like guys, we need to teach these kids how to, you know, not get pregnant as teenagers. I mean, listen, I was the oopsie whoopsie behind the bleachers and my parents were in high school. So it's fine. I turned out great. They brought, great light into this world behind but, um,
0: the bleachers jeez <laughs> the parents um, had a wild childhood
1: <laughs> um so i mean i just think she loved him and she would have totally done anything for that baby or for to have that family with him but may, may it, maybe it's part of the reason that they broke up.
0: Well, so there's a couple of things. Number one, one of the comments that just came in said, falling pregnant, who falls pregnant? You guys, I'm just reading the article. It's the Daily Mail headline. Okay. I didn't fall pregnant when I got pregnant. I got pregnant, but I fell into a pregnancy, um, like a hole. <laughs> like I fell. Whoa. I will tell you something in those times in ni- when they were 19 years old. So I think she's about my age. So when she was 19, it, she, it was probably like year 2000, something along those I don't know. Things were so different. Oh, yeah. They dated from 1999 to 2002. So, yeah, 2000, exactly. So, she it says it again. Britney Spears fell pregnant by Justin Timberlake in 2000. Okay. Here's my thoughts. There's a couple things that are happening here. Number one, I am under the impression, and maybe I'm wrong, that they were very, very religious at this time. Remember? Like, it was like mm-hmm. kind of Jonas Brothers, like, promise ring time.
1: Promise rings, yep.
0: Did they openly talk about the fact that they were uh you know having sex or were they those like one of those couples that were like we don't sleep with people before we get married I can't remember because that's like also a little bit part of this they were very I... religious remember that like, Christianity was like a big part of their their faith. yeah
1: and, yeah and a big part of like their brand which is why yeah. I think one a teen pregnancy wouldn't have you know, been great for the brand, nor would news of the abortion have been great for the brand at that time. Like Mm -hmm. either one of those things slipping would have ruined both of their careers. And I think that that's probably what led to them not working out in the end is I think, you know, I just think they were on different pages. Like I really believe that she didn't care about the career as much as she cared about just having a wholesome life. And unfortunately the fame is what really kind of took her on a spiral.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, there's also something very interesting about what ended up happening with their relationship. Right. So they apparently, or allegedly, or I think it's pretty much confirmed at this point that in 2002, when they broke up, it was because she had cheated on him with like, this was the story, right. That she had cheated on him with Wade Robson, the choreographer. He then, if you remember, sing that song cry me a river cry me a river oh cry that's, me a river that's the only part oh. i know too wait that's what the was only that? Part you and were the sun rain. you were the earth didn't know how much you're thinking no okay we're i'm gonna you have know to work a lot on more
1: that. than okay
0: okay can you imagine if i came out and all of a sudden like fully got the words right and did a justin timberlake dance um yeah he played it off. Like she broke the crap out of his heart. This tells a very little bit of like, this opens up to a very different story, right? I don't know if at the time, because a lot of people are saying in the comments, you know, and I've seen online, like, what the hell? You know, she's blaming Justin, but she chose to get this abortion as well. It's not fair that she blames Justin. So true. Definitely true. Like a lot of women decide to have a baby, even though they're, the baby daddy doesn't want it. But she was smart in this case. She loved him. They stayed together after this pregnancy. She wanted the relationship to work. Secretly, I mean, look, this is not about like pro choice and abortion or whatever, but it probably wouldn't have been the best choice to have a baby that young. I mean, to be 19 years old and in the middle of so famous, like that, that, that had to have been. I don't know. My gut feeling is like everything works for a reason and happens for a reason in those cases. But it does make you think, wonder if Justin Timberlake like really used this cheating scandal for the Cry Me a River story. Like, oh, poor me, Justin got broken up by, you know, got hurt by Britney Spears. Maybe he like really hurt her, which then led to the series of all the things, you know?
1: yes and i i don't know like justin just doesn't seem like that great of a guy like we he burned NSYNC because remember they've all come out and talked about how they thought that they were just on pause and then he went to go pursue his solo career and they thought that they were going to get back together at some point and he was just like not interested in them because like who is joey fatone like nobody cares about jc so now he did the same thing to britney essentially it just seemed like he very much had very strong ambitions
0: Tunnel Ashley. vision.
1: Yep. Tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Didn't he have a, wasn't that his album, Tunnel vision 2020?
0: I have no idea. Where,
1: you know, yeah, I think where I he know was, after knowing the words to cry me um, a river. I'm a suit and tie, suit and tie, suit and tie. remember that song. I think that no. was called Tunnel vision. You don't remember Suit and tie? How do you not remember
0: Suit and tie? No, I'm, but I'm looking it up right now. Um, I do I remember
1: like, Future Sex Love Songs. That was a great album. I that remember was,
0: that oh, one. So, so let me, ask, okay. I'm literally looking at oh, and Janet vision.
1: Jackson. Yeah.
0: He Tunnel vision by Justin Timberlake. Funny. I did not remember that song <laughs> at all. Like, whoa, I will say, I will say, say that, us. um, Justin Timberlake, he, you know, someone mentioned Janet Jackson too. Yeah. There was a crazy scandal you guys remember with the Boob and the Janet Jackson and the Super Bowl and whatever and if you look into and I don't remember the details so I don't want to get it wrong but Justin Timberlake is kind of the catalyst for a lot of people getting hurt and a yeah. lot of people getting screwed over. Yes. Justin Timberlake had one goal in life and this was to be a Pop star sensation, solo artist, top of the game on his own. And maybe, maybe he was the kind of guy that was willing to step on toes and, you know, people to get to that place.
1: I don't think that's a maybe. I think history has shown us that there's a pattern there.
0: Whoa, someone said, Anna said JT also burned Cameron Diaz. He cheated on her with Jessica Beale. I do not remember that. Oh, pull up the Us
1: Weekly article. I want I need that to scandal. Like, do
0: we need to do a, a deep dive on Justin Timberlake? All I know about Justin Timberlake is be, he
1: was... Okay, let's what, do a deep dive me. on Justin Timberlake. No, I want to do a deep dive on Justin Timberlake. Let's
0: do... A, would Can so I follow fun. your arm movements the way you do it? Um, I am so excited. <laughs> Let's do a deep dive on Justin Timberlake and find out what really he was like. Like I – because, okay, I grew up watching Mickey Mouse Club. So I am their age, right? I am 42 years old. So when I was a kid and they were on Mickey Mouse Club, they were at the end of Mickey Mouse Club. Like I was watching it more when it was like Harry Russell and Ryan Gosling and like some other of these older – a couple years older – but Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, like, I grew up with them. And Christina Aguilera grew up with them, literally. And I will tell you, Justin Timberlake was always my guy. Like, watching Sync videos, I was the... You know, everyone had their one that they had a crush on. Did you?
1: I think it was Justin.
0: Justin was my... Like, I was his girlfriend. Like, I... It
1: wasn't Joey.
0: No. I, I say no, that with it, love.
1: <laughs> Joey's like the Danny Wood.
0: Totally. You know who I met? The only one of NSYNC that I ever actually met was Chris Kirkpatrick.
1: Really? I met Lance Bass.
0: Oh, that's at fun. At a New Kids
1: on the Block concert, actually. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Like the Danny one. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was a Justin Timberlake fan. So this is devastating for me. But then you guys remember last year or two years ago when he was shooting that movie out in New Orleans and he was up on the balcony oh, and he was yes, like yes, drunk. Yes, 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 yes. Like there is some shady stuff happening with Justin. And we will find it.
1: I think he's a douche kebab. I think he's sleazy and he just, you know, he's that guy. And I think everything that he got entitled him to be that guy. Like it gave him the ego that he has that he can cheat on his girlfriends and get away with it and still have a great career. And he can do whatever he wants. He can bail on his bandmates and still have a great music career. And he can, you know, burn Britney and still be okay. And now we see, you know the pendulum starting to swing the other way. Same thing with like Ashton Kutcher, remember? Like that was, he had his, you know, whole history. And now we're seeing the pendulum swing the other way with him. And it's like,
0: hmm. I, it makes you start to wonder, why do people look up to celebrities? (laughs) Because not like so many of them are so damn disappointing. Like so disappointing, right? We get these like, these fantasies in our minds about these celebrities that they're just like better than or amazing. And I think as you get older, you start to realize like none of them have a clean bill. Like, by the way, none of us do either. Right. Like 100% none of us are perfect in any way. But for some reason, this idea of like idolizing celebrities that starts make to make you wonder, you know, like, why do we do this? Interesting. I think because
1: we have, we want to like idealize some, like we want there to be something aspirational. We like the pretty pop star that has the perfect life and the money and the man. And cause we can look up to that and be like, wow, that's a nice, pretty shiny thing that's up in the sky. But then we also love to tear them down because there's the ego of ourself. That's also like, I wish I could have that. I'm envious of what they have. So to, I feel like to people, they're just fixtures. Um, and like you said, I think we're all flawed, but I think we enable these people to become bad by giving that by rewarding them in that way and by idolizing them in that way. And as we get older, we start to see, oh, no, these are just terrible people doing terrible things. Um, and I think, I don't know, we'll see what happens to celebrity culture over the next like decade or so. I think it's it's shifting.
0: It's definitely shifting. Hey, femme. Okay. So she says not for long, Donna, social media and cancel culture has changed that people do not look up to celebs like they used to. I totally agree. And I think like TikTok culture and how fast things move and how fast we can find things out. So like, I'm going to shift gears for just one second. So by the way, just to wrap up the Britney Spears, I want to say that we definitely need to buy a Britney, the Britney Spears book. We need to do a book club. We need to do something pre-ordered. Uh, pre-order but are you doing audio or are you doing the hard copy because i think audio book is going to be better for me
1: i'm i pre sorry i pre-ordered on audible and okay, i'm gonna get and i also like to get a hard copy as well because i do weekly book clubs and so we're gonna read Brittany's book okay like
0: amazing i'm joining okay you so, may, yeah
1: you should join one of our book clubs
0: yes and i'll do this the whole time too <laughs> just copy all your dance moves. I'm bringing sexy back. Okay, wait, I have to say something because we we brought up cancel culture and social media and everything. I, you know, for those of you guys that don't know that are new here, I'm Jewish. My family's from Israel. And last night, something like really upsetting kind of came up on the news about Alicia Keys. And I want to just like touch on this real fast without getting political, but I just want to share that how fast things move and how fast social media changes things. So just to give you a heads up, I didn't even tell you that we were talking about this, Zach. But Alicia Keys posted a picture of her in a green jacket, and she said, what would you do in the Instagram post? What would you do if you weren't afraid? I, I have my eyes on paragliding, and then these two like eye emojis that are like, you know those two eyes. Mm -hmm. like that. So people quickly got really, really, really freaked out and upset because if you don't know in this, in this big, horrible terrorist attack last week in Israel, paragliders Mm -hmm. came in to this music festival and, and just, you know, wreaked havoc and, and massacred so many Israeli people at this music festival. So she posted that and immediately started getting a lot of um, comments and people started creating TikToks, like within an hour, she had TikToks and Instagrams about it. So she immediately pulled it down. And, and then and
1: I'm looking, I looked up the photo.
0: Yeah. And it's, it, you can't find the photo on her feed, but now it's everywhere yeah. online. Her manager is Israeli and mm. his name is Guyo Siri. So he also reps like Madonna and all of those. He comes out and he immediately comes to her defense because he's her manager. Of course, you have to like, holy shit, she's in hot water. Get her out. And then she posted a quick story last night saying um, it was totally an accident. I had no idea, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I asked my audience on Instagram, do you guys think that this post was an accident or intentional? And it is literally 50-50. And hundreds and hundreds of people have voted. I don't believe, I mean, intention, intentional is a little bit less than an accident. So Alicia Keys is another example of someone that, like, you can't get away with anything right now because people are so fast to see everything on social media and, and whatever. I'm I'm very interested to know without getting... We're not getting into politics. This has nothing to do with the war or anything. But I'm just interested to know as a, as a celebrity, as someone, like, when you start to have influence and stuff... I would be so scared to post anything. I'm scared to post now when I have only twenty some thousand Instagram followers. <laughs> I mean, you have to be so careful, right? How many, like Ashton Kutcher in that apology video? I mean,
1: oh like, my god, where they were under duress and Mila was like so pissed,
0: she wanted to managers. kill him.
1: She's like, our manager's making us do this.
0: Have we seen Ashton and Mila since that video came out?
1: No, we
0: haven't heard. No. We heard that he's still stepped in down the
1: from- basement. <laughs>
0: He is totally, like, he's stuck in the attic. Yeah. Yeah, flowers I mean, in the attic.
1: Sometimes that's what you need to do, though, is, like, go silent. Go dead. Like, just, like, you know. Or you can do the Sandoval thing and do a bunch of reality shows and go on The Mass Singer and go on Special Forces and create a new podcast and, you know, talk to TMZ every other day. Or Jada. <laughs> or, oh, my God, Jada. I can Jada is doing the whole Bethany thing right now. And I'm
0: like. Oh, who is Who stop. is Jada's? like PR rep because they are getting, like they're getting her every, she was on armchair expert too yesterday. Jay Shetty, armchair expert. Like Well,
1: that's not hard to do when you're like, hey, I've been separated from Will Smith for the past seven years and Tupac is my lover. You know, like I just, the love of my life. Like it just, that's not hard to book her after that. Everyone's like, give us all the details.
0: What do you think happened with like, so Will Smith has spoken back out. Will Smith has come out yeah. since this crazy book has been revealed. And he looks, in my opinion, not about, not sure about you guys, but I think he looks like such an idiot right now. Like just as her like separated husband that has stood by her and ruined his career by slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars, et cetera, et cetera. But he's come out and he's like sending like all these like, you know, beautiful words about it, saying, like, when you've been with someone for more than half your life, a sort of emotional blindness, blindness sets in. You can lose your sensitivity to their hidden nuances and subtle beauties. Like, basically saying that he she was so resilient, clever, compassionate, very positive comments for someone who has kind of, like, throwing you under the bus left and right. What is going on there, Zach?
1: Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know. I don't get it. It's like, he... I think he's been so conditioned to just go with her script. You know, when he said, what What else did he say in that? There was something like he, oh, it was a wake up call or it woke him up or something like that. I was like, yeah, it woke you up to the fact that you've been separated for seven years and that was news to you. Like, I don't get it. Don't like, not
0: put I, my wife's name in your
1: effing mouth. Thank, like, hello. In his mind, this was still his wife. When they're walking on red carpets together and he's kissing on her head, like, you know, What's the I deal, just, though?
0: No, like, seriously, who's lying here? Someone is lying. She's because There's lying. no way well, that I she's.
1: I think she continues to unravel the narrative and just go with whatever she wants to go with in that moment without really understanding or not not understanding, but without really thinking about. Will and their kids, right? Mm. I mean, mm. look at when he did red table talk, like that was like, and she outed the August entanglement, which now wasn't much of an entanglement because they were technically separated, but she didn't want to divorce him. That's what is that? That's, that's a situation ship. I know. Cause I'm reading Nick vile's book right now called don't text your ex on his birthday. And I'm learning a lot about entanglements and situationships. And it's basically where one person is leading you on and wants you to continue to go with their script. And they kind of give you a little bit like she's breadcrumbing him, right? Probably giving him the impression that um, they may get back together or they may fall back in love or something. And I think he really believes that. I think he really does love her or is just so caught up in, you know, I don't, I don't understand their relationship at all.
0: Well, a lot of people have a weird um, like intuitive feeling that there's something going on um, that Will can't like he basically she has something on him like he cannot leave this relationship and he cannot throw her under the bus for a variety of reasons. I mean, I don't want to say what I've heard, but I imagine a lot of you guys. Have I know heard what I have heard.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard. The about the husband.
0: Hus- husband. I can't do it. I have to do the Meredith the Marks husband. How do we do it? About do you want husband. me to talk about the husband? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so good um okay yeah so sandy said well first laura says makes you wonder about other hollywood super couples what is real anymore and then sandy says she's his drug he's addicted to her what is real
1: anymore guys we thought britney was a virgin when she was over here having abortions with justin Uh,
0: i know this is all so so telling because what is going on behind behind the scenes and just you know i come from this industry that as a casting director but I have a lot of friends who are agents at big agencies and the shit I've heard is unreal like the stories that you can only imagine are true right the secret lovers the gay relationships the the um, underground
1: sex parties
0: underground sex parties I don't want to go to an underground sex party I don't understand people that do but Apparently lots of Hollywood does. I think there's like a little you bit of- You a... wouldn't want to go
1: to like a sex party with like Ryan Gosling and Leonardo DiCaprio. Like
0: I wanna can go with all... one with to one with Craig.
1: Oh, with Craig and Austin.
0: Yeah, Craig and Austin at Underground Sex Party. <laughs> I think we we can do a special episode of Pillows and Beer, their podcast.
1: There we go.
0: Um, so yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely an interesting dynamic. Now let's talk like a little bit more about relationships here because Kyle and Mauricio, I have to touch on it really fast because there's some rumors afloating that Mauricio and his dance partner, partner, Emma, Mauricio, absolutely. Ha 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 ha. That's what he says. Um, are, are taking it off the dance floor. If you know what I mean.
1: You know what? Good for him.
0: Good for him.
1: He's separated. Here's the thing. You're separated. You've made a conscious decision to not be entangled with your wife. And if she's over there with Morgan Wade and... Morgan's going to, I'm going to make you fall in love with me. And she's over there (laughs) pouring water on her side. Like, listen, let Kyle stay in the bathtub with Morgan Wade, you know, as we all anxiously await the countdown of this groundbreaking documentary that I'm sure you're on the edge of your seat waiting to watch about Morgan Wade. Um, Yeah, I think, listen, go for it. Dan, like you're, you're technically, he's technically single, He's he's definitely he's
0: he's definitely single because he was already hooking. Listen, this is all allegedly he was hooking up even when he wasn't single. Okay. yeah, it's a pretty much known fact at this point. She is definitely allegedly with Morgan Wade. I think definitely that's my gut feeling. But there's all these articles now that are saying this is all just a hook for a storyline. Just you wait like this is not real. The separation is not real. Is there truth? Is there a possibility?
1: No. no. no 100%,
0: right? They're 100% This, uh, this is like
1: when people were saying that Scandal was all planned and produced and it's it's no, like everybody just needs to shut up and enjoy reality TV in its glory right now. Like this is a good year in reality TV. We have good scandals. Stop trying to ruin the scandal, okay? Nobody's asking you to be Carrie Washington, let the scandal be.
0: Yes, yes. And I I think like number 1 I'm not super personally um, attracted to Mauricio. He's not my type. He's, his teeth are a lot now. He's got teeth <laughs> that, you know, like jump out of you. And he's like, you know, he's a little, little smarmy on the dance floor. Like the dance floor for me has been a turn off rather than a, a turn on where it normally would be. Like Jason Mraz, by the way, I don't know if you watch Dancing with the Stars. Jason Mraz can move. But like Tyson Beckford and Mauricio, two hot guys that can't dance. It ain't a good look. Just saying, just saying. But Lance, my husband works on Dancing with the Stars and loves Mauricio. He's like, he's the nicest guy. He's one of the best talent ever. So I'm very torn because I really want to like him. But at the same time, you're getting yourself involved in this crazy scandal, pulling it out on all your reality shows. At the end of the day, you're really just a reality star trying to get some headlines also. Like the separation may be true. But also, you can really keep it under wraps, i.e., Dorit MPK, which yeah. I don't know if you've heard some stuff too. But I don't know. I just personally do not understand how in the world they think that what they're doing is a good move long term as parents for their kids, et cetera. It's weird.
1: It's weird. I don't understand it. I just, I, I'm a little fatigued by it. I don't think that it's just to have a storyline on the show, though. I think because this didn't come out until after cameras had wrapped. Um, I have I have seen the premiere of Beverly Hills. It is good. And I think that we're probably going to see a different with that because I can't give anything away. But I think we're probably going to see a different side of their relationship that I think has maybe been protected in previous seasons Mm. uh, because it wasn't relevant enough to put on the show because think of it when they're filming these shows they're filming all day multiple days a week that like there's a ton of footage and if it doesn't make sense for whatever the producers want their storylines to be for that season it gets scrapped and i think we've always seen kyle and mauricio have a strong marriage and so it just never made sense to to focus on some of these other little things some of the nuances that i don't think would have normally been picked up that i think we're probably going to start to see more of this season
0: When did they actually tape Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Like, what were the months? Do you know?
1: Oh, remember it went on break for a long time. I think it was like, well, let's see. The finale party was in, it was what, the first week of May. So I want to say they started filming in like February, March.
0: February, March March, of this year.
1: Yeah, February, March, April, May. Yeah, so like three, four-ish months.
0: Yeah. And when did she officially meet Morgan Wade and had that lunch? Was that last January or February? It was 2022.
1: It was September. Yeah, because she went sober. Yeah, yeah. And that's when she went sober, yep.
0: Yeah, it was before she went sober, so which was a year ago. Um by the way, thank you guys so much for the for the um gifts. I don't know what they're called. Are they called Super Chats? What are they called? Super Chats. Super Chats. Tina, thank you so much. And I know I got one earlier from JP asking what the Halloween costume this year is. I'm dying to Ooh. know. My Halloween costume? I mean, my kids are dressing up as hot dogs, so I may just be ketchup. Should I be something more interesting? Um you should
1: dress up as Raquel.
0: <laughs> just Raquel? Just the like way Tom, note? remember
1: when Tom, yeah. I remember when Tom dressed up as Raquel, I think you should oh. dress up as Tom <laughs> dressed up as Raquel.
0: I should dress up as, as Mauricio. I'm going to dress <laughs> up. I'm going to open my shirt.
1: You need the um, new teeth.
0: Yeah. And and just big white teeth.
1: His his where Yeah. Is, every where, time. What was
0: I doing the last, I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um. Okay. So super stickers. Thank you, Lauren. Okay. Um. So. So we were just talking about this whole Kyle, the the timeline here. I, I don't, Kyle to me is an actress and this is her, her, her big thing from what I've seen on the show is like, find a way to always be portrayed as perfect and everything mm. is together and everything is fine. And that fell into her relationship with Mauricio. We never got any kind of hints of, anything that bad, even though Mauricio wasn't perfect. Like the whole to Remember there was like that affair a rumor oh, between yeah. Dorita Mauricio. What do you think? Can we just like segue? Do you think anything ever happened with Dorita Mauricio?
1: No, no.
0: Well, I don't think so only because, well, if no. it did, no one knows because PK was at dancing with the stars when I was there um, supporting Mauricio. And I don't think that he would ever be supporting someone that had an affair right with um his wife,
1: yeah no I don't think anything ever happened
0: but what do we know about Dorit and PK I'll tell you what I've heard um and and I I think I've said it on the show or on patreon before but someone that listens to my show sent me a DM that um I can't remember if it was her husband or someone in her life works with PK in that world and they're like definitely on the road to divorce this was th- what this person said so that's alleged but like we haven't seen anything of them together in months.
1: No. And I think it's just, it's interesting that now that Erica outed it at BravoCon a year ago, because now we have BravoCon coming up. Now that Erica said that at BravoCon, I think, one, that's why they reacted so big to the news. Otherwise, could you imagine if she said Lisa and Harry Hamlin? Like, everyone would be been like, oh, but then Lisa and Harry would have been like, like they would have kind of laughed it off. It would have just been like, PA'd. oh,
0: hilarious. Yeah.
1: Doree and PK went so hard at Erica. And that does get touched on this season of Beverly Hills. Um, yeah, I believe they've What said the that moment probably. of
0: BravoCon gets touched on or no?
1: The, yeah, yeah. They 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 touch on it head on um in the premiere, which is not a spoiler because I believe the women have talked about that as well. Yeah. But um it, it gets touched on like immediately, and I just feel like their reaction to it was like there, you only react that big when there's truth to it, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's why, okay, this is like really, oh, I feel bad bringing this up again, but that's why on Salt Lake City, I don't know if you remember when Angie, Angie's husband has that gay rumor. Um, He's the hairdresser and she talks to him about it and he starts to like hysterically cry. Which is not
1: the way to debunk rumors that you're gay.
0: No. I can say
1: that. I've sucked a few dicks. I can say that.
0: Uh, wait no it's not the way that it happened like that's why and I said this in my show last week and I got a couple comments saying like no he was just really upset and really hurt but the more I think about it I'm like how much easier like Povet on Roni you know Sai is tr- starting this whole rumor that he's maybe having an affair because he's flying to Vietnam and and Povet's like no no I'm not I'm going to Vietnam for miles. Bye. Like, there's a way to debunk rumors that show, like, if someone said to me, Donna, you are, you know, um, sleeping with Zach Peter, I would laugh, probably. (laughs) And then I'd be like, no, I'm not. Okay, anyway, I wouldn't, like, start to hysterically cry. It's Or, like, get really upset.
1: I would make jokes about it. I would make merch out of it. I like would say, like, oh, my gosh, who
0: does his hair? Because I want his hair color. Like, it it feels very odd when people react to li- – We need, like, a human psychology expert. When you react to someone saying something that is true about you versus not true, what is the difference in reaction? And I find that very interesting, right? But also, he was, like,
1: crying because he's like, oh, my God, my daughter is going to look at me differently. And I'm like, Really? Because your wife's over here crashing trips and making shirts and fighting with people and being all ruthless and toothless that I'm just like, that's what you're worried about is that somebody's made up a rumor about you being unfaithful with men.
0: I know. That's and then also gonna hurt your daughter. Exactly. And cut to like two seasons from now when you're going to be like having lesbian and gay affairs just for TV ratings, like Mauricio and Kyle. I mean, all these people have like all these ideas. Like, I want to show my kids that I am an amazing mother and father. And then they're taking off their shirts and like, you know, screaming at people and throwing drinks. It's it's
1: totally. You don't join Real Housewives to be, you know, a model for your children. I want join show my children. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That is why I joined House of Villains, because I want my kid to know what an amazing human being I am. That's
1: one show that I hope I can get cast on one day.
0: You would be a House of Villain member. I would
1: love to do House of Villains. Oh, my God. Tell
0: Tell me. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it.
1: I went to, I was at the premiere party oh, that's and great. I got to meet a lot of them um okay. and I did see the per, the the first episode it's really good um I think this is my prediction because you don't find out what celebrity is the first to get evicted from the house um but I think Jax is going to be just based off of the previews and the trailer that we've seen I think Jax is probably going to end up being one of the first ones evicted I don't think he lasts very long and mm. when I saw him and I told him I was rooting for him he like kind of I was like, well, don't bet your money on me. Oh. No, is
0: it a good thing to lose House of Villains because that means you're not that bad? Or is it a bad thing to lose House of Villains because it means that you're not that good at being bad? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel, well, I feel like it's almost a good thing to get out of House of Villains.
1: Based off of the first episode... It would make sense that Jax would also be the first evicted because he comes in very much like, I'm not a villain anymore. He's like, I'm here because I have a kid that I miss so much and I need to put him through school. So I'm here to get the money so that I can support my family. And I miss my country bumpkin, Brittany. I want her back home, barefoot and pregnant. And I just want some, you know, some Southern love.
0: He's like, Los Angeles is not a cheap place to live. We really got to. You know, reality show this up. And speaking and that's of what we, he said, oh, my gosh. So so who do you think, you know, if Jax goes home and they need someone else to come in to be a villain? I heard Justin Timberlake's available.
1: I mean, those are the real villains we want to see on that show.
0: I would love like to cast the House of Celebrity Villains,
1: mm. House of
0: Celebrity Villains, and then like House of Podcaster Villains.
1: Who would be in your house of podcaster villains?
0: You, you already. Put I mean, yourself obviously,
1: in but who out? Who would I be going up against? I'm ready to duke it out.
0: Join my Patreon. No, I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that here. I can't say that here. I've actually shockingly met so many wonderful, lovely uh, podcasters in this space. Like more than bad, more than mean. So it's been a. It's actually been, for the most part, I think we're a good crew. Um, yeah. What else? So, okay. So we talked about Car- uh, Caricio and mile. I just said that's mm. their new names, Mauricio and Kyle. We'll have to see. So the, the new season of Beverly Hills, it premieres when it premieres next week,
1: next week, next. Yeah. Oh my God. Something I remember. I can't say it. I'll tell you off air, but remind me to tell you. Cause I have big news. Um, uh, I know but- I
0: can't. Well,
1: I can't say anything.
0: Are you going to be on the next season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? But your voice is on the trailer.
1: Oh, yeah. And and that comes up again on the premiere. Oh, Um, that is
0: super exciting, you guys. Just so you know.
1: I was at the finale party. I was at Kyle's white party.
0: You were? Okay, how did you get the invite to that? My friend was there, too.
1: (laughs) Um, One of the housewives invited me.
0: That's fun. Now, at that time, the white party was around the holidays, Yeah. Or was it? No, the
1: white party was. uh, Oh yeah, was this year? May, May,
0: yeah. But this was before Mauricio Kyle news has had dropped.
1: Right, and they were the last ones to show up at the party, and I there was. I mean, there were rumors that they were maybe having some issues. They didn't really interact very much at the party. It was. It was interesting.
0: Got it. Got it. I saw some clips of the hair. Didn't Kyle do the hair thing?
1: She, no, she did the, it was a fan. There was a fan and oh, okay, uh, was a big giant fan that she was like dancing in front of on stage.
0: Yeah. Kyle was spotted at LAX yesterday or today going, I don't know where, but in some, she's got her big, you know, combat boots on. Her whole vibe has changed completely. <laughs> it's. Nutty to watch I love it I love every second of it okay just a little quick something before we before we wrap up today Tinsley Tinsley from Roni you guys have all found this out that Tinsley oh, yeah. is engaged to this really nice looking guy his name is Robert Bovard they're getting married next month he is a I think he's an entrepreneur I don't let me find out exactly what he does he has three kids and he's a widower. And, um, and I love it. It makes me so, so happy. No one knows anything about it because he hasn't really talked about, they haven't, she hasn't been online. Like I think her last Instagram post was in 2022. So this is totally out of nowhere. And it shows you that you can have happiness after reality TV.
1: Yes. Tinsley got her happy ending. Because she made the wise decision to go off tv and to stay off and to live that private life and listen she was going to remember she was going to do ultimate girl trip season three with leah and then at the last minute she backed out and then they brought in portia um so you know i think this is good for her
0: yeah, I think to, to have the the wherewithal, like Rachel Levis, believe it or not, to say like I can't do reality TV, it's not good for me. No, I'm she's actually a
1: no, I don't think Rachel did it with good intentions. <gasps> Tell to me, feel no, Rachel wanted money and they weren't gonna give her money and she thought holding out would pay off, and that's why she went and did Bethany's number one podcast in the entire galaxy because she thought she that didn't this get was paid give her, didn't get paid, but she thought that this was going to boost her because she thought that the reality reckoning was gonna be real. First Sandoval bamboozles her and then Bethany does, but she, she thought that, gonna
0: bamboozle her next. Justin Timberlake probably. is gonna find a way to screw Rachel Levis over. Mark our words.
1: Yep. Was, Wait, he you can you go really find say- her frolicking in the meadows.
0: So, you think that Rachel Levis would have and should have done reality TV and then that? She happened.
1: wanted to come back. She wanted to come back to the show and she wanted the money. First of all, she came back and asked for what Tom and Ariana were being paid for the new season. That's right. That's right. I do remember that. I can tell you, Tom and Ariana are not paid the same amount. Tom gets paid more than Ariana does on... Because he's been on the show longer. He's been on the show longer. And even Stassi's talked about how when she took a break and she left for one season and came back, she wasn't making the same money that the rest of the cast members were making because it does go by seniority and it goes by how many seasons, how much time you spend on the show. Mm -hmm. So even though Stassi was only gone for like half half a season she still had to take that pay cut and then start there because as I'm sure you're familiar with these contracts there are only they limit how much you can um like the percentages of what your salary can be increased with every re-sign until you renegotiate with a whole new contract Go that ahead. said Rachel wanted to come in and make the money that they were making which would never have made sense because one she's clearly disposable in Vanderpump Worlds and two she was on for one season. I mean, she was a guest on, and a friend of on previous seasons as James's girlfriend, but she wasn't on as long as the other two were. And yes, she was technically part of the scandal, but it was like, she wanted the money and she thought that by putting her foot down, they would finally give it to her. And then, you know, she thought that piggybacking off of Bethany's reality reckoning, which, Ooh, that really did a lot. Um, yeah. Piggybacking off of that would make her more relevant again. And that did nothing. Because as soon as Bethany was done with her, Bethany threw her in the garbage with Teresa's Sprinkle Cookies.
0: And Lisa rinnas I mean, and Jada's book.
1: And yeah, and Garcel's book.
0: J- yeah, we've got we've and got, Jada's, we've got book. Jada's book, Garcelle's book, Teresa's Sprinkle Cookies, and now Rachel Levis are all sitting in the trash can.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, that is a that is a fun visual. Really interesting. It's really interesting. Do you think Rachel levis would do a season of House of Villains? Probably. That's actually a good a good move. Like I could see her getting cast on a show like
1: that. She'll come back at some point. She's not done. She'll come back at some point. um Now that she's sold her her Tom Tom sweater. Oh, did that sell? Yeah,
0: I think is that. I think it's like almost about to or or and it's yeah, up. It like, like a it's whole thousands week. and thousands of dollars.
1: I think the 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 sweaters were like over 10 grand. I was like, what?
0: Who well, I imagine that people are buying it to resell it. No, like this feels like a for resale Ten situation.
1: grand. How are you going to sell it? Resell it after you paid 10 grand for it.
0: Okay. She Crazy. so Rachel is live on stories today and she oh, said, okay, the Tom, Oh, the Tom, Tom closed. Um, I don't know what it ended up at, but it was at $9,400, uh, mm. earlier this morning. And then the, the lightning bolt necklace which should have been more is at 4750.
1: Yeah. I thought the lightning bolt necklace would have done more. I was surprised that the sweaters were were doing so well. But also that was those are the I mean I guess they were the sweaters that she wore to BravoCon with nothing under it. So, you know.
0: I get you know who probably bought it was Tom. <laughs> sandoval <laughs> he's like i just want a memory because she told me that she loved me at one point and then she oh. blocked me oh my gosh this is so fun um so we just got we just got a comment that says zach on daily dose with our Donna has all the feels of your favorite holiday which reminds me you guys make sure to buy tickets for november 19th friendsgiving celebrate a holiday with zach and i and the brav bros and other special guests where can they go again for tickets
1: no filter live.com no filter live.com me and donna me and the bra bros we're gonna have fun we're gonna have cocktails we're gonna gonna get litty city and live life so if our dreams
0: come true craig and austin just like magically appear i I mean someone call craig do you know how happy i would be if i had an opportunity to hang out with craig i want almost bought a cameo for myself I I've had him on the podcast. Tell me everything.
1: He's so sweet. He's so. I think that's why I'm not attracted to him because he's a nice guy now. Oh, you like the bad I like boys. I like toxic, not bad toxic.
0: You like, like doughy count, white toxic like Austin.
1: <laughs> basic doughy and white on the outside, and then on the inside, just pure battery acid.
0: Oh my god, is that is that Jax?
1: <laughs> not anymore. I wish he is so Do you really so think he's a good person, guy though. now? I think he's a better guy now. Yeah.
0: Interesting. I think, Very well, I mean, he's
1: still impulsive. Like when he like blasted Katie on stage, what was it last week or the week before for being mean to Brittany? Um, yeah. Like, don't be mean to my wife. Um, yeah. So I think he still has those Jack's tendencies, but I think what brings him what brings out the bad in Jack's is being on camera, which I think, you know, although I, I will say house of villains, he was so not a bad, like he was, I actually loved Jax watching him on House of Villains because he was just so sweet. He had like a little letter from Brittany that she wrote to him and, you know.
0: No, I actually really liked Jax too. Like I loved watching their show that they were reacting to the Vanderpump episodes. And I just saw a side of him that I thought was so cute and so fun. And like, I don't know. I do, th- I'm excited to see the the spinoff. I'm excited to go over to Jax's here in Studio City. Hey Zach, we should go you and I.
1: Where? Oh, I went. Oh yeah, I went.
0: Tell me, okay. Why didn't you invite I just, me?
1: <laughs> well, it was kind of it was kind of an accident. So, well, I went with a friend of mine. We went we because I saw Jax Thursday night at House at the House of Villains premiere. And okay. then I was like, when does Jax's open? And he's like, Oh, it's technically open now. I was like, Oh, it hasn't been announced. I was like, I need to go and stop by and check it out. And he's like, Yeah, if you're ever in the valley, go check it out. And so I typed in the address and I went with a friend of mine. Not sure if it was actually open or not open because everything still said coming soon. Yeah. Um, so we went and it ended up being part of Rocco's Tavern. Yeah, um, it's right next door. No, it's like the same property. So the address is to Rocco's Tavern. Um which was interesting. And it shares like I think they share a kitchen or something. It connects on the back end with the employees, but you enter from the the you enter separately. But um so we went to Rocco's and we had a couple cocktails there because we didn't think Jax's was open because the sign outside said coming soon. And then we asked the waitress and she's like, oh, it opens in 10 minutes. It opens at five. And we're like, oh, okay. So we're oh, going to slam this and let's go next door. Yeah. Because we went like about like 334-ish. Got it. And it wasn't open, but it said that Rocco's Tavern was open. So we thought Got Jax's it. might be open too, but Jax's opened at five. So they open in the evenings. Um, and it's more of like the lounge that's part of Rocco's tavern bar okay um funny wanda sykes was also there was sitting right next to us at Rocco's. um but so we we end up slamming our drinks and then going to Jax's, and it's so fun it's well it's just it's more of like a sports bar you know it's fun because they have like the um what is it the beverly hills hotel you know with all the palm trees the Uh um uh That they have that wallpaper, which is really pretty. And then they have like a fun like photo of Jax when he was all blacked out and bloody. Um, that's hung up. And they have the Jax's merch. But it's just it's super like Schwartz and Sandys. Have you been to Schwartz and Sandys? Yes um schwartz and sandy's pump tom tom they're all very foofy and a little pretentious right they're just a little more of an experience where Jax's is is literally where you it's an experience yes but like you can just go and chill and like have a drink at Jax's and watch football because we went on it was we went on a sunday saturday i don't know we went on sunday but monday we went on a monday um and so, funny thing is, we're just sitting there. Nobody really knows that Jax's is open yet. And then, in walks and in Kristen Doty and her boyfriend, oh my and God. we, you know, hung out at the bar and just, you know, chatted Stop and stuff. Shit. So it was, it was fun. It was a good time. I was, yeah. Jen outed me. Zach doesn't remember much. He blacked out. That yeah, night? thank you, Jen. No, that that daytime, that Monday daytime. <laughs> it was only five o'clock. I, yeah. So, what happened was, to preface now that I've been outed, it's okay. I outed myself on my podcast. <laughs> but we had three cocktails at Rocco's. We had two, and then we're like, all right, let's dip out. Um, okay, Tom. And they were. They were big cocktails. They were because a vodka soda, this is water, but a vodka soda is normally in a short glass, right? Um,
0: It was in a tall glass.
1: He served three of us in the tall glass. And the third one, like I said, we slammed it so that we can go to Schwartz and Sandy's. So, ours. No, Jax's. So, I don't remember much of Jax's, but.
0: (laughs) You just remember the wallpaper.
1: (laughs) I just have a video of it. And so, I just remember, I have a video of that and then photos with Kristen. So, that's how I know what happened.
0: Okay. Well, I live five minutes away from there. Literally. I'm so close to there. So I'm going to head on over there with a girlfriend at some point and I'll just, I'll I'll post about it and I'll take a a picture of that wallpaper and remind you, or maybe you can come back over to the Valley one day.
1: Oh my God. Everyone's outing me in the live chat.
0: What else? Zach was Liddy City. That's your (laughs) thing. Calling Josh five times and doesn't remember anything. Well, you probably outed yourself if they know.
1: No, yeah, I no, yeah, I outed myself. But I outed I outed myself on my podcast where I think only three people are listening. So then I come on to Daily sure. Ghost.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Only three people are listening, Zach. Um, well only three people. Plus 475 people are here listening to this story. So um, anyway, you guys make sure to buy tickets. I already saw someone earlier. I'm going to try to find Rachel. Rachel said, got my tick. Seriously, can't wait to meet you both. So Rachel, are
1: you changing your name to Raquel?
0: Oh, yeah. Your name now has to be Raquel. Raquel Staff. Raquel staff. That makes sense. Raquel staff at Vanderpump. Okay. We're going to work it out. Um, you guys make sure to jump into the live stream. If you can't go to the, um, to the actual show for Zach, I can't wait to meet you guys and make sure to, um, follow Zach over. Where can they find you again?
1: Uh, just plain Zach all over the internet. The podcast is at no filter with Zach on Instagram and the podcast is no filter with Zach Peter.
0: And All Ray wants wrong. to know how, how you stream the live sh- the live show on the night. The same place. Yeah, the same
1: place you get your tickets. So if you go to nofilterlive.com and um, the options to buy tickets, there's a live stream option. So you can uh, get your pass to stream the show live if you're not able to come in L.A. Um, and you'll get the link in your email.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait to talk details with you. Thank you, Zach, so much. And I can't wait to see you soon.